You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Wagwan, baby. <laughs> Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with two returning special guests. And if any of you heard the last episode with these guys, sort of towards the end, we talked about getting back together to do a New York Fashion Week special. So I wanted to bring these guys on just to sort of share their thoughts, talk about culture and like how this is like a special time we're living in right now, you know, for black culture and how the fashion industry sort of views black culture now and our standing. Um, and we all sort of grown since our last conversation. So um, without any further ado, I'll allow both of y'all to introduce yourselves. Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, my name is Shaquille Adams. I go by Prince Lifted. We're here tonight. It's Black History Month. Hey. Us black people, we live. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got invited back by Taj, which means we did good the first time. <laughs> but um, glad to be here, man. This is Denzel, also known as the Denzel B. Um, very excited to be back here with Taj and Open Canvas. So it is Black History Month. And we're very excited to talk to you guys. So yeah, New York Fashion Week. Each year, we go to the events, we see our friends, we see people we know, we meet new people. Um, but at the same time, I think both of you guys, the reason I wanted to talk with you about this is that you guys have a, a bigger picture, a bigger perspective of what's happening. You know, it's deeper than just the shows, it's deeper than just um, even the pictures. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys are like looking at this from like a, a cultural standpoint. And mm -hmm. like, you guys are figures, cultural figures in that sense. So uh, I really want to hear what you guys, you know, think just in regards to New York Fashion Week, like what's your experience been? In the past, when it comes to New York Fashion Week, honestly, um, I'm from the islands and this isn't something that, you know, everyone from my island gets to do. And I never thought I'd like see myself being in a position to where I'd be attending the shows or being invited to shows or even covering shows for magazines, X, Y, and Z. And I feel like in the beginning, when we if you listen to the last episode, you heard us talking about um, how we finessed into shows and such. In the beginning, it was very much like a finesse, kind of like a thrill, you know, to you know see the shows, see what people are making, and designers here in New York, you know, showcase. And you know, it's it's just been such a journey, and um, we've grown so much individual as individuals and with our relationships with these brands last season we got the chance to even interview designers when it was like their first mm -hmm. runway show mm -hmm. and stuff like that we contributed to pause magazine shout out to pause who always hold us down um out in the uk we contributed to magazines and now this time around things are just like kind of coming easier for us mm -hmm. and um although there is a lot more expectations both from us and like people that follow us um things are coming along a lot easier and you can just it just shows progress and growth and so on and so forth. I kind of want to say Fashion Week started for us tonight. Mm -hmm. We actually yeah. just came from an ASOS um, press preview for the Spring Summer nice. 2018 collection. Yeah. And um, we're just looking forward to the week ahead mm -hmm. and preparing ourselves for that. How do you feel? I feel like this season is really about, again, growth and all of the progress that we've made in the last year. And I had to really like say a thank you to Shaquille, um, my best friend, because like I feel like this year he's really been able to like put me on and like, you know, get my name on the list and get my name, you know, directly with the Pause Magazine. Again, shout out to Pause Magazine, who has been a, a great support system to our brand. Um, so I feel like this year is just really a year of like, 
you know, being focused and really understanding that, again, it's more than just about going to the parties. It's more than just about going to the shows, especially for us being two young black individuals going to Fashion Week and just having such a statement when we arrive and having such a, you know, bringing attention to ourselves and our brand when we do arrive and us being so complimentary to each other. I feel like it's very important to make sure that we go there and we're, we be very confident in ourselves and being very confident in our brand. And I'm very, very excited for this season. And again, like Shaquille said, um, we did go to an event for ASOS. And before ASOS, I was shooting for Sprayground. So like, it's like a lot of things that are leading up to Fashion Week. It's like, okay, the time is coming and you know, you just have to be prepared for it. So I, I'm personally very excited for it. Um, I like, and again, like I said in the last episode, I like to have fun with it and like to enjoy myself, especially with the open bar. I'm very excited for the open bar like all the open bars for all the parties you guys like if you listen to this podcast i'm very excited for it <laughs> but this is this is gonna be a very very good good season for us i i feel it uh, also a good friend of all of ours brian jimenez yes, yeah brian. Brian. Yo, he's killing it yo shout out to brian shout brian. out to brian yo, y'all see yeah, the, the, the the grammys the, the grammys yeah brian is killing it okay <laughs> brian is killing it yo and if i've never been like Screw Cardi B's year, okay? <laughs> Brian has had yes. a year, yo, and I'm yeah. so proud of him. And it's so crazy how far he's come. Like Brian really works hard. Yeah. And it's I remember we worked together um last year. He had me style his first like fashion week runway show. Like the first ever runway show he's ever had his pieces and he let me style it. Wow. And up to days before, I'm literally at his house with mm-hmm. his family. His family's amazing, by the way. Yeah. I'm literally at his house, and he's still finishing up garments. Like, mm-hmm. literally, like, haven't haven't slept in days because mm-hmm. he needed to finish a piece for the show. And he would finish a piece, and it's not right. So mm-hmm. he'd, like, take it apart and put it back together again. And, like, for, to be so young, like, and be so skilled and talented, like, I'm just so glad that finally, like, you know, he's, like, getting it. Cause he was, yeah, he yeah. was so hungry. Like, he's so hungry. And it's just so good to see good people win, you know? Yes. And Brian's one of those people, like... And even with me yeah. personally, I remember, like, seeing Brian at work. Or, like, me and Brian both went to FIT. Shout out to FIT. Or maybe not shout out to FIT. <laughs> but shout out to FIT. And I remember seeing Brian, like, working hard and, like, seeing him at work. And, like, for him to accomplish everything he's been accomplishing. And it's, like, with him, you can tell he really works hard for it. Like, he's working hard for it, and he's not just being lazy about it or being a clout jumper about it. Like, he's his work is proving what it needs to prove. Like, his work speaks for itself, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, to see him have a look on the Grammys and like to see him have his looks, like, you know, in publications and things of that nature, it's just so, so good to see. He's such a humble person. He's such a great person. Hopefully, we will be rocking some of Brian's. We will. We will. You know, designs we for Fashion We will week. be rocking <laughs> Brian's pieces for Fashion Week. Yeah. We will. Because, you know, Brian, you need the commendable on your side. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like, well, come on. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with y'all. And just the reason I brought him up is because, um, you know, we would have the same types of conversations, like, mm-hmm. Even just last year, it's like showing up to different events and parties and like the doorman or, you know, whoever's at the, there just like, you know, treating you like you're nothing. Yeah. And like you just like in your mind, in your heart, you know, like you're, you're going to respect me. Right. You know, I don't know when, but you're going to respect me. And I feel like you guys are in that place right now where it's like it took a while for everyone to catch up to who you guys already knew you were. Once you see yourself, like you're saying, once you have the confidence in yourself, even if everyone else around you doesn't get it yet, 
they will. They'll catch up eventually. So like you guys are a living testament of that. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, yeah. sorry, sorry to cut you off, Taj, but it's so interesting that you say that because we still come across certain situations where we go to events and like the doorman or the girl that's working the door and they're just like, oh, like you're not on the list or who are you? And it's like, who am I? What do you mean, who am I? You know, and it's, it's, it all goes back to that confidence thing and it all goes back to exuding what you want people to believe in and exuding who you are, you know? And if you walk around the room, like, you know that you're important. It doesn't, it's not even about like being um, cocky you're or above anybody because that's not who we are at all but it's like if you walk with a certain confidence and if you walk with the strut that you know that you're important and you know that you be- you're where you belong then people will people will grasp to that and people will be like okay you're not on the list but you belong in here so come inside and that's something that we experience a lot you know because you have to walk around with that confidence you have to walk around with that thought in your mind where you know what a lot of people may not know who I am and a lot of people, I may not be where I want to be, but I believe in myself and I'm walking in those shoes. Mm. So that's what people are going to understand about me, yeah. you know? Last season, I had the opportunity to speak on a panel with um, the CCNYC. Mm. And one of the questions were pretty much, how do we feel about um, black people pretty much being a trend mm. in the industry? And um, after going back and forth, you know, I like thought about it like days after and it's like we may be a trend whether or not we want to accept it like we may be a trend but it's it's up to you you know what you do with it you know Mm. and people are embracing our culture these days people are you know wanting to include us in certain things ad campaigns um gucci did their all black campaign dolce and cabana is including young black influencers in their shows despite the controversy um you know, we're being included in a lot of things. Cardi B is having an amazing year, um, you know, and it's really up to you, you know, and us as a culture, you know, what we do with it. Because we're always going to be great. We've been great. We're always going to be great. They might just be getting into the spotlight or it might be, seem trendy, but it's really up to us what we what we do with it. And I feel like now, especially um, there's brands that we probably thought would have never wanted us to be a part of like yeah. their their image that are reaching out to us and you know we're definitely taking advantage i feel yeah. like yeah for me personally like when it comes to that topic i kind of feel like you know there is we we are in a very sensitive time especially when it comes to our culture and everything we're going through especially like the me too movement and everything that women are going through and for me personally i just kind of feel like if it wasn't for the strong women that were in my life and the strong female friends that i have in my life i wouldn't be where i was today you know and i always attribute all of my success and all of my the way that i am to all the women to my mom my sister my best friends like they've all been strong women and they've all been typically black strong women and i kind of feel like you know we are in a sensitive time where there is a lot of abuse of our culture and we are starting to realize that but that's something that we also have to milk you see the cardi b's performing at the you know new york fashion shows you see the Nicki minaj's performing at the new york fashion shows even lauren hill nas asap ferg people of that nature performing at the high fashion shows we're the we're the people that's cool 
where what's cool, where what's happening, where what's, you know, everyone to be, you know, everyone's, everyone wants a piece of us and everyone wants to be, you know, what we're doing. Even the whole controversy with one of those fashion designers that sent something to the street style star. I can't remember their names at the moment, but basically the card said, you know, to my niggas in Paris, yeah, that was you know, yeah, yeah, that was recent. And that was from, you know, two white women exchanging something from each other. And one of the street style star, I can't remember her name, but she posted it on Instagram. And then, you know, of course it turned into a whole thing and they sent these false apologies, but that just goes to show that our culture is something that everyone preys on. Our culture is something that everyone, everyone wants a piece of. So the way that they're exploiting us and taking advantage of us because we're the cool kids, because we're, you know, the niggas in Paris, then we need to do the same thing with them, you know? Well, you mentioned in terms of like how it seems like, you know, black culture is on trend now. Mm -hmm. When you think about it, you think about like the 80s, the 90s, mm -hmm. the early 2000s, what was in trend? It was black culture, mm -hmm. you know? It's just that to the outside world, it seems like each generation, each era, it seems as if like, oh, black culture is just emerging because they're seeing a new form of what we can do, yeah. you know? But it's like, we're just adapting and evolving and like, we're giving the world new sauce every day. Yeah. You know, every generation, every era, we, we like invent something new. We invent a new way, a new, a new way of seeing ourselves. Yeah. And then the world then all of a sudden says, this is it, you know? So it's like, We've all we've always been in trend, mm -hmm. you know, and I think trend is even the wrong word because trend, yeah. in, in, like, it almost implies like there's a beginning and end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our culture is actually kind of permanent. Right. When I think about it, it's like, <laughs> like we dictate sort of everything culturally, definitely music, fashion, definitely. anything. Like, and and I would like try to argue that with anyone. Like, I, you can't really deny it, you know. So I feel like what what you're saying is like really really important mm -hmm. because. When we look at all these brands and these um, these companies, like I feel like we have to see ourselves with value. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to walk into these meetings and these these events and these shows with the confidence and understanding our value. Mm -hmm. You know, like they see it, they know how valuable we are because, right. like you said, they've been using our culture to create value and pro put money in their pockets, right. and we sort of get a small cut or nothing from that. Mm -hmm. So now we have to change that conversation and basically put ourselves in the position of no, like the reason you're making money is because of me. Exactly. <laughs> so like, actually, we're, we're turning the tables, you exactly. know, like we have to we have to approach it that way. No longer can we just like be happy with uh, a cosign. Exactly. Like a cosign exactly. is not enough in 2018. Exactly. Like we need ownership. Exactly. You know, that's it. But yeah, continue. And that's something that. I really admire and look up to the Rihanna's, the Beyonce's, the Kanye West, the Jay-Z's, like, you know? The same thing goes with Rihanna. Rihanna has so much global impact on the world, you know? And she's a very smart businesswoman. And Rihanna can put out something and it impacts so many people. And at the end of the day, she's still gonna be herself. She's a very proud black woman you know and i feel like that's something that we all can learn from and that's something that we have to take away from our favorite artists or our favorite popularity people that's something we can take away from it the same way that they're doing it we can do it as well with me and shaquille we have our own brand and we can outreach so many people definitely, you know definitely. yeah we definitely um have to let people know that it's conversation like it's a, a converse an ongoing conversation that is not gonna end and there's so many different levels and variables you know to that and you mentioned the Jay-Z's the Rihanna's and all those amazing people that are on such a high status but even 
with the love and hip hop situation that's going on right now. I don't even watch the show, but it's <laughs> yeah, making yeah, such yeah. an impact lately with Amara La Negra, like yeah. with the colorism yeah, situation and that? the Afro Latinas that have been around for ages. Yeah. Literally, like these people, like it's so crazy to to see that Afro Latinas is such a foreign thing, and Latinos is such a foreign thing to some people. Like some people cannot wrap their mind around it, and whether or not it's a storyline on a show, it's a conversation in real life. Like yeah, and. It's, it's happening and it happens every single day. I went to school back in the Virgin Islands with plenty of Dominicans and plenty of Puerto Ricans and I've seen colorism come from Puerto Ricans and discrimination come from Puerto Ricans towards Dominicans saying that Dominicans are dirty Puerto Ricans X, Y, and Z and li literally one in the same like you're Afro-Latinos and Afro-Latinas like yeah. that's what you are and even that it's not just black and white like there's issues and discrimination and colorism within our own society and our own community and it's just so crazy how we just can't be one and our com our community our our country is so divided in so many different ways like whether it's in the united states or our our islands just outside like there's so much colorism and discrimination within within the community and it's a conversation that needs to be had you know you're saying that is like so key like when we're talking about like taking ownership of our culture and making sure that we're not being taken advantage of a lot of that starts with understanding like our our power is in our unity when we're talking about like you know sort of how we see ourselves we have to start seeing ourselves as one you know like taking pride in who we are like from where we're from but also seeing that like we have brothers and sisters in other places we have to come to a point where we accept everyone in our culture especially when it comes to colorism because you know we we put up a lot of fight to other cultures and other ethnicities and nationalities you know preying on to us but what about we have to look in deep into ourselves you know we have to look deep into ourselves and we have to be able to accept each other and for me i come from a very diverse background and my mom she's from honduras but she has darker skin but i can see with her some comments that she makes she's like you know you know if he's darker or if she's darker or you know was it a dark-skinned black person was it a you know oh, oh that's why they did it because they were darker skinned and i'm like mom you're part of the problem that we have in today's world and that's what i appreciate about about that's what i appreciate about being a millennial because i feel like millennials us as a whole in general we're so aware and we're so rebellious to social aspects and social problems that we're having like we're so ready to speak on it and I experienced it in my own family with my mom and I love my mom dearly. Like I know she's gonna hear it and she's gonna be like, what the fuck Denzel, like you gotta put me out there. But I'm like, mom, it's, it's a conversation that needs to be had. Colorism is a conversation that needs to be had. And she's a, you know, she's a darker skinned woman, but she has prejudice to other people that are darker skinned. And she's, you know, she's Honduras. Her, her Spanish is her first language, but it's a conversation that needs to be had. And we have to look into ourselves and our peers and be able to accept ourselves in order to put a stronger fight against everyone who's against us and that's just what has to be done another another topic i want to sort of talk about a little bit you know in regards to fashion week is not only you seeing certain brands sort of embrace it is it's all black culture but in terms of like street culture mm -hmm. specifically like in embracing sort of ways that we've dressed forever mm -hmm. and sort of now labeling it as high fashion do you see, guys see that as a good thing? Or are you like, uh, you guys are kind of late to the party? Or, or what? Like, how do you feel about it in general? <laughs> you got something to say? <laughs> I, I am definitely, I'm here for the streetwear. Mm -hmm. I, I'm very 
diverse. I mean, I'm very versatile with my style. Um, and diverse, you know. Um, and I am, I'm, I'm really into the streetwear. I love that people are looking to the youth to kind of see what's on trend. Even last season, um, our one of the brands that we look forward to, Landlord, pretty, he pretty much was inspired by Caribbean culture. He had um, like Jamaican music playing during the show. All his, all the colors of the office was like ice gold and green, yellow, red, yellow, and green. And um, he was an Asian. He's an Asian designer, and he. When we interviewed him pre-show, he literally was saying he's inspired by the culture, he's inspired by it. And I feel like he went about it the right way. He didn't even step out for the finale because of whatever reason. He's an Asian man, but the entire collection, I was I was so here for it. I'm into it. Um, give me the streetwear, you know, give me the culture. I, I just, it's all about how you express it, you know? It's all about how you express it, you know? I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. I I will be wearing streetwear to Fashion Week. Yeah, um, we yeah. you know we always switch it up. We do a little bit of both, and I'm I'm honestly not mad at it. It is. Some people can say it's like preying on our on our culture or like taking stuff from the hood and like putting it in mainstream. And like like it. you know like. Yeah. But I'm 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 honestly I'm not mad at it. Cool. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. They're taking advantage of our culture, but since they're doing that, that's something we can be proud of. Because that's something that they're inspired by, that's something that they're motivi motivated by, to do a whole collection over our culture. Look at what we did, you know? We inspired a whole Fashion Week collection. We're the blueprint. We're the blueprint. We're what, you know, we're where it started, you know what I mean? And that's always how it's gonna be, and Taj, you said it before, you know, like 80s, the 90s, the 70s, like, it always comes back to us we inspire so much because we're innovative people. So for me, I'm very excited for it and I take pride in it because I'm when I'm sitting by a show with that whole landlord show, when I'm sitting by the show and I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, like my dad is Jamaican. You know, I was very Caribbean influenced when I was growing up. So to see this come full circle as me being a young man, a young black man, a young black man of different diversities and colors, I'm like, wow, it's beautiful to see that an Asian designer, a white designer, a French designer or whoever it may be, they're so inspired by us that they would really take the time and take the effort to make a whole collection because of what we're doing, of what we've always been doing, what what has come first nature to us, you know? It's not something that we have to try so hard to be. That's just who we are. And other people are trying to be who we are. So it's something to take pride in, you know? Even even with Dapper Dan and the whole Gucci situation, Dapper Dan is literally a New York legend, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. making clothes for people that can't afford the designer labels. Like Balenciaga can literally make we're like a we're sagging our pants mm -hmm. in 2018 and mm -hmm. 2020 they put it on the runway. We're not telling you to go buy Balenciaga and buy their sagging pants. You've been doing this, you know? Like this is coming from you. Like we can accept the fact that it's on a runway that we're the inspiration for this collection, but mm -hmm. it's up to you if you want to go and put money in their pockets. Right. You know, if you want to if you want to let them take advantage of you or if you want to set the next trend for next season. Right. You know what I mean? When these brands these brands are watching us, especially now with social media and with the whole influencer wave that's going on, people are literally these big brands literally have like so many eyes yeah, on everywhere. people like me and you mm. Taj yeah. <laughs> literally like people like you me and you mm. and it's so crazy how to see how like even 
Denzel and I did a post recently, not saying that we were the inspiration for this trend, but Denzel and I did a post recently where we were doing like a business class trend and we were wearing houndstooth on houndstooth, like the pattern on pattern and literally we're shopping around in Soho and we're literally seeing it everywhere and we're like, you know, like if we were really those guys in fashion, we'd be ahead of the game. Like yeah. we're literally trend forecast and it happens time after time after time after time. Like not even just us, but just like our community. You see a trend on the street. You see Nicki Minaj with pink braids um, braided down the side of her head and then it's on the runway. You know, you just, you know, it's just, it's up to you what you do with it. Yeah, yeah, def- you know? definitely. And you mentioned um, Dapper Dan, like, how do you guys feel about his sort of evolution and sort of how everything's coming full circle for him? For me, I personally kind of think it's like, I mean, we could have given this to him like 20 years ago, you know, but again, it's better late than never, you know, and for me to look at him and even in this moment, looking at him like, you know, he's, he's basking in his glory, you know, he's attending the shows, he's with Naomi, he's with P. Diddy, he's, he's with whoever he's with. And he has this collaboration going and it's just great to see that he's still alive to have his influence and have what he did. He can still reap the rewards of it, you know, and it may have been 30 years late or 20, whatever, how many years late. It's still good to see that a black innovator like Dapper Dan is able to be alive and bask in his glory. He's able to attend the shows and attend the parties and do what he wants to do and get paid for what he wants to get paid for. And, you know, he's still being appreciated for it. He's still alive to appreciate it. He actually, like, he seems like he's having more fun than ever, honestly. Yeah, like, honestly. He, he's, like, mm-hmm. he's one of those, like, older cats, like, OGs, but has, like, a super young spirit. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's funny. I saw him outside of MSG one day, oh, like, wow. salsa dancing. They're, like, one of those, like, <laughs> so salsa dancing in the park days. Yeah. And, like, he was out there, like, dancing like a young cat. Like, wow. you know, so, like, I feel like for him, like, all respect to Dapper Dan. Like, he's definitely, he, he deserved it, like you said, yeah. like, a long time ago. But it's good to see that he, he in, during that time, he remained like hopeful and yeah. like wasn't bitter about it like he knew he was done wrong he was done dirty by by all the the bigger brands exactly. but like he just remained himself the entire time and now everyone else is adapting to him like exactly. he recognized his value exactly and he didn't settle so now he's in a position where not everybody else is having to adjust to him versus like just take from him so yeah exactly. definitely yeah. definitely he even had like even when Gucci remade one of his signature pieces with the huge sleeves oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah even though Gucci ripped him off at the time i mean beyonce was wearing it yeah, yeah you think yeah, beyonce yeah. was wearing that in the early 2000s no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, shout out yeah. to you dapper dan good for you definitely exactly. good for you yeah yeah have you guys been to the store uptown at all or? we have no i mean neither i check it been. out yeah. yeah definitely want to check it out I, I really i'm interested to hear your guys perspectives like for some people like you know we talked last time about fashion week and what it's like for people who haven't gone um, but how have you seen it change, like, you know, over the years, like, and, and like, what's been the evolution, not just for you, your experience, but just in, in regards to, like, the events themselves? Like, has it changed or evolved? We were actually just talking about this and to we one were. of our friends, Caleb. <laughs> um, a lot of the parties, events, after parties and stuff, it's not as exclusive as it used to be. Mm. And we may be part of the problem because we told you guys <laughs> to go out there, finesse, yeah, show yeah. up to these events, you know, wait outside, right, tell right. a fake name. We told you guys to do this, so we're part of you the gave problem. The you gave we the gave you guys the blueprint. <laughs> but they're not as exclusive, especially last season. They weren't exclusive as they used to yeah, be. Yeah. And that causes, like, overcapacity or doors being shut down, X, Y, and Z. You think they- they want that hype or like they want to make it seem like of course they love it they love it these brands they love it (laughs) when it comes to the shows 
and like going to the venue every day and stuff like that they they've actually cracked down on security for the shows yeah like if you don't have a barcode for a show like you're not getting in and but one thing with new york fashion week and i hope someone um takes takes notes Mm -hmm. we need a budget we need a better budget. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like I'm sorry, but we need a better budget. Last season, I believe, um, Cadillac or one of Amazon. Amazon. It was um, not Cadillac. Sorry, Cadillac. Um, Amazon, I believe, pulled out last minute so that mm-hmm. so the shows w- didn't have that budget that usually backs them up. Mm-hmm. So it then becomes like a different experience, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah the bigger, not, not the bigger brand, the smaller brands aren't, you know, performing mm-hmm. as they would with the budget. You know what I mean? Um, people like Alexander Wang, who's not pulling out of New York Fashion Week and he's gonna show like in June, July, you know, mm-hmm. you know, off season. Um, the, a lot of the bigger brands are pulling out mm-hmm. and you know we need new york to you know step their game up and new york is new york has that edge like um paris is like kind of conservative you know london is you know avant-garde you know new york has its his its edge and we need new york to really step it up and over the years we kind of seen like some people step it up some people kind of back down some people pull out and you know it's we're looking forward to see how this season goes you know we have um a lot of exciting shows that we're gonna go to that you know some designers that we we go to every season they they always pull through so we're hoping to see that this season but you just never really know you know you just never really know and the events are just again being like packed and yeah. ambushed yeah, and yeah. <laughs> even last season we went to certain events like we went to a galore event that, was the, that was the gucci the gucci man paper mag we were just talking about that yeah. amazing idea mm-hmm. to have a fashion week after party gucci mains performing mm-hmm. at dave and buster's like how much like how fun that is that, that you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. packed mm-hmm. packed police packed no one's getting in like yeah. and it was just so much just because everyone everyone is like trying to get in you know yeah. everyone's posting the flyers the invites on instagram and everyone knows about it and it's, it's just a different vibe than it like used to be when we were literally like a couple of years ago like trying to get in and trying to finesse and mm-hmm. hitting everyone up to try to find out about yeah. these events it's yeah. like now it's just on instagram i'm more excited about the street style like mm-hmm. the shows can sometimes be a little bit redundant and again with the budget it can just be a little bit boring honestly <laughs> but with the street style like how everybody expresses themselves and for me i would love for it to be more exclusive especially when it comes to the parties because that galore situation last season <laughs> and that Gucci Mane situation, it, like, and you know, I don't want to get shot by a cop. I like, I just don't want to, you know, and that's just what's happening in this time of day of life. But it's just, you know, sometimes we did tell you guys, you know, you know, finesse show up. But you, if you know you don't belong, just, just, <laughs> just come on, like, just relax, you know. There's all these clubs. You can go to the club. You can if you're not dressed for go to the week party. Event, I'm sorry. If you're not dressed for a fashion week event, just don't don't show up. To but me. my whole thing is that like with the the street style that comes about, it's it's just a good feeling to come up dressed the way that you're expressing yourself, and then all the press is coming up to you and taking pictures and you know what are you wearing or what are you doing it, it makes you feel good you know and i appreciate that aspect because you can be nobody off the side of the block and you can be very aspirational you could be somebody that's just experienced your first fashion week and you come in and you look the way that you feel like you're looking not expecting anything and everyone's coming up to you that's just a good uplifter and a good motivator to yourself and your self-esteem and i'm all about being about things uplifting yourself and your self-esteem and how you think about yourself you know but when it comes to the events and you know again a bigger budget would be great um the parties like you know 
we had to they had to have some type of organization when it comes to the after like the events because sometimes it could get out of control and sometimes it gets to the point where it's like fuck this shit like I can't like I really I cannot like that galore situation last season with Paris Hilton and Little Kim like it was what happened? <laughs> oh my public hotels i love public hotels yeah. amazing space no. very popular these days mm-hmm. but pu- you have to do better public you have to do better we were at the entrance and a whole crowd decided and and they thought mm. that they were prepared for it they had the line started at the hedge I know what you're there was about, a yeah. big gap between the hedge and the door mm-hmm. these the people in the crowd literally pushed bum rushed the security guard and the poor girl with the list bum rushed them from the hedge to the front door to the door of the event they had to close the door our friend was working for galore at the time i mean she still works for galore um she was working at galore shout out to asia shout out to asia we love you was working the door and she had to be closed outside because there were so many people bum rushing the door so many random people there were editors for galore magazine there was a a child actress who's not even old enough to be inside of the event there with literally six like bodyguards uncles cousins hood guys like just ready to square up and it was just so much we denzel and i were lucky enough to get inside we got inside of the after fucking hours after forever it got inside And Paris Hilton came out, Little Kim came out, everyone that they said was gonna perform came out. Tiana Taylor made an appearance. Every everyone was on stage. Literally, a third of the venue had people in it. Yeah. That's it. More than half of the venue was empty. Because they had they had to stop it. Stop people from coming in. They couldn't even let people who were supposed to be in inside, like they couldn't they just couldn't control the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's a part of New York culture almost. Like even if you go to the wrong club mm-hmm. on a weekend, like you're gonna be having the same experience. But especially during Fashion Week, yeah. it's it's insane. Yeah. What makes this is this is for like all the young designers, all even the, the established brands to mm-hmm. sort of take note. What makes a good show and what makes a good party for Fashion Week? A good show for me is something that's different. Mm. It's something that, you know, because it's Everyone has models walk down the runway and you play a little music and it goes down for 10 minutes. Like, that's what we see all day long. But differentiate differentiate yourself from everyone else by doing something different. You know, maybe, I don't know, like Philip, Philip Pline, he had Tiana Taylor walk down the runway. He had Future Perform. You know, have something exciting that people can talk about and people want to see and people are excited for it. That's, that's for me. It's not even necessarily having something perform. Have a circus or something. Like, have a magician. Something different. Something than other than just models walking down the runway and doing the typical thing because that's what we've been seeing for years and that's what's expected doing something that's unexpected is something that makes a good show and for me the party wang fest that was a wang fest that was a party what happened there wang fest was a party talk about it talk about it wang fest was like a music festival a fashion week thing and it was just it was so he had like donuts and sandwiches everywhere he had like dunkin donuts dunkin donuts and it was it was just such a good party of course it was open bar that always makes a great party or show you have to have open bar and it has to be premium but um (laughs) and then he had different people perform but just the way he had it set up like fake tattoos like it was just such an innovative idea than just a regular after party at one oak or you know up and down or phd or whatever it is like having something like a festival 
that was that was a great idea you have to be innovative nowadays fashion is all about the next big thing and also about revolving what's already what's already been done but thinking of the next big idea and making yourself different from all the other designers because there's so many designers out there in fashion there's so many things to do in fashion so many people in fashion so what's going to make you different besides just the clothes you know what's going to make you different a good show who's walking your show like Mm, that's just a big of a, a, a deal is the clothes that you're putting on the runway like your casting has to make sense your casting has to be exciting you know the clothes has to be something has to be different you know it, it just has to have that like that oomph yeah, yeah for yeah. lack of a better word that oomph that we've been lacking you know mm. it's 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 so crazy because sometimes Denzel and I would go to a full we'd have a full schedule of shows in a day and we'd go to maybe five shows in a day and somebody's like what's your favorite show and we're like um the one that was um you remember that one you remember that one that we saw earlier like because it's so hard to even like have somebody really pop out to your head I should be able to be like wow Alexander Wang was amazing like this was amazing that was amazing Landlord was amazing even I'm not even gonna say that um uh, you know, you just need to have that extra oomph. And you need to, it needs to show that you put in time and effort mm-hmm. into what you're presenting to the public, what you're presenting to these buyers, these these people that work in PR, the, everyone editors. that you, in, editors, everyone that you invited to your show. Like, it, it just needs to show that you put in as much effort into the presentation or the runway show as you did in your collection. You know, it just it just has to make sense. And for a good, Wang Fest, I need everyone to just have like just take a moment <laughs> and look up the hashtag at like Wangfest. look up the hashtag on instagram like that was a party the yeah. bounce house the mm-hmm. drinks and you know it was a good party when the models that were in the show want to stay yeah they're not like on to the joan next. smalls is around like partying yeah. you know all these models are just they're still hanging out for a bit you know yeah. they want to have fun too we have a show in the morning we have an early call time but we're gonna hang out because yeah. this party is it <laughs> this is where you want to be philip line show was lit the, the Wang show was lit as well. They were competing. It was both at the same time. But it was a good thing. You know? It was a good thing. Yeah. It's it's some you know good New York competition, friendly competition, you yeah. know, yeah. and and it's like screams New York City. Mm-hmm. But that that party just took it a step further. Yeah. And it's so sad to see him leaving like New York Fashion Week because you know it's just last year was so good yeah, last yeah. year was so good <laughs> and like even with him like the actual show with the models coming out of like the tour bus and like it's, it was kind of like set up as like them walking into the club and like all the paparazzi is taking the pictures and walking into the club like you know Alexander Wang I love Alexander Wang as a designer and as a person in his journey and you know he's very youthful and that's something I admire about him because he's a young designer who's really doing his thing um, the clothes weren't really like spectacular but the idea behind it all just made it like wow the story. yeah like even if you're not an Alexander Wang fan and you don't really appreciate his clothes looking at the show and look and experiencing the party you're like let me just go to the store let me just go to the store and see what's going on let me just experience the store because he made such a good experience i feel like fashion is very important especially let's take it a, a step further and go into retail like you have to make the shopping experience or the fashion experience you have to make it something to remember. You have to make it something that's an experience, something that's interactive. You can't just do whatever, like fashion is always evolving. Like retail is always evolving, life is always evolving and it's all about change and growing and getting better. So you have to make it something that people want to experience and people can remember and people are like, wow, like, you know what? I went to 50 shows this season, but that show, I remember. 
I felt something. Yeah. You know, it's all really about an emotional connection with people. You have to have that emotional connection, whether it's through a drink or whether it's through it's a performer or a party, whatever it is. Having that emotional connection so people can remember you is very important. Yeah. Wow. And one more thing with Wang. Shout out to Wang because <laughs> there's so much like that the public didn't fully get to see. Mm. I I was backstage for the Wang show and it, they actually had like backstage in Soho and the show was actually in Brooklyn and they had their first look for the press and they come out of where they were doing hair and makeup and getting the girls dressed and everything and they came out they stood in front of the bus and they ripped off the they ripped off some paper that was covering what the tour said it said hashtag wangfest and they came out like they were getting ready to go they all got in the bus they took photos they got into the bus they actually went from soho to like Bleecker street and did like another so it was kind of like the pre-game spot before even going to brooklyn where the actual show was and it's like they went to Bleecker, they did their thing left Bleecker, um went to brooklyn and hopped right off the bus walked right onto the street yeah. which was a runway and right into the after party Effort, yeah, effort, effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and you you can see, you can tell when someone puts effort and thought into something, in anything really. You know, you can tell, you can tell when you can tell the difference. And I think, yeah, when I when I think about Fashion Week or if I think of some of the shows or, or like people that have created great moments, is like the people that really like create a full concept and you connected with it you know it wasn't something that you just were like you said it was high and by you right. just like in in the show then out with the next show it's like like seeing a good movie you remember when you saw like a movie that really hit you mm-hmm. and like right after the movie while the credits are rolling you're just still sitting there like mm-hmm. in shock <laughs> and you know like is there more yeah yeah you're like waiting for the credits to end for like the yeah. next scene to show up or something yeah. like that so like when i think about shows that's what i think about is like what what am I not gonna just run out the door after the show? What, mm-hmm. What's gonna make me like sit and actually process and like look to my, my friends and be like, yo, did you just see that? Like, mm-hmm. did right. you see that one look? Like, you know, like what puts you in that space? So so for you guys, like what are some of like the, the brands or, or people designers that are, you know, an inspiration to you now? Like, mm-hmm. what are you seeing that you like, you would big up some of these brands? Um, for me personally, um, there's a lot of brands like European brands that I really, really look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to like Raph Simmons and everything that he's done in every brand he's been, especially like his season at Dior. And I read that he left Dior because it was like too much of a toll on him. But like Raph Simmons did so well at Dior with his collections that he has and his personal collections. Um, and Demula Meester, um, Tom Brown is like Tom Brown clothes yeah, Tom isn't Brown. practical. But it's just, it's so creative and you can tell it's something that comes from his heart. He's not making clothes to necessarily sell to people, but he's making clothes that will speak to people. And in order for it to, in in the sense that it's speaking to people, it's going to sell regardless, you know? It may not be something that you wear to go to the grocery store, but there's some of us who wear avant-garde things to go to the grocery store. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. Um, And just the whole legacy of Versace. Like when I've been really into the, you know, Versace show, um, American Crime Story, and just Donatella Versace and what she's done and how, what she had to go through when Versace just died and there were so many doubts yeah, into her. How is that show? About it? it's, it's very, it's very good. good. Okay. It's like it's a very, very good show. And just like Gianni Versace and just who he was and him being an openly gay man, especially in the time that he came up and him being a man that was just so focused on the woman. So fo- even being a gay man, he was so focused 
on the woman. He still had menswear clothing, but the woman was his focus. His sister was his muse. And then he had the original supermodels like Naomi Campbell and Linda Evangelista. And he just wanted to make sure that, you know, I'm making clothing for a woman to feel good. And, you know, he was taken so early from us, but just his legacy and him continue, continuing on with Donatella and what she's done with the brand, it's just, it's just genius to me. And that's something, I'm not a designer by any means, but that's just something that's so inspiring to me. All of these designers, and even we've been talking about Alexander Wang all night, but even with Alexander Wang, Alexander Wang has a certain aesthetic, but he's so smart. He's so, even pulling out of New York Fashion Week to go into a June, December schedule because it would be able for him to put out more clothing for the consumer. It's just smart, you know, it's genius. And so many, so many designers are going to follow suit because at the end of the day you're a designer because you want to make money yes you like making clothes and yes you like expressing yourself but this is your career because you want to make money and that's something that we have to respect and we have to appreciate so when someone takes a, such a bold move like that that's just something that's so interesting and motivating for me so for me it's just like designers like that who take a risk or who think outside of the box or who leave such a legacy that's just something that i have to look upon and be like wow like that's something to respect. I mean, just like how Denzel mentioned Raph, Raph has such a major impact on people, millennials. Like, Raph has like a major, whether or not you, you like the brand, he has a major impact in like the oversized sweat. He picked up on the oversized sweater with the skinny jeans and, you know, just like all the different looks. Tom Brown, like Denzel said, is literally the scuba suit. Like, Tom Brown is just killing it. Um, uh, Just to piggyback on Alexander Wang, mm -hmm. with him, changing pulling out of fashion week for his consumer it's all about your brand and it's about the people that are buying your product and you catering to them the same way they cater to you yeah and again to piggyback on the versace thing i feel like it's not the easiest thing to pick up a brand that's already great mm -hmm. and keep the legacy going right but making it your own. And even with the history of like the Versace, House of Versace, they, um, Donatella really struggled in the beginning trying to carry on Gianni's, um, Gianni's legacy by like pretty much copying what he was doing. And she had like such a hard time with that and got so much backlash until she started doing her own thing, what felt natural to her and finding her own voice. And it's so crazy how now, like her last collection was almost like a tribute to him and mm. the, the classic Versace print and, and all of that, how it works now. It makes sense. You know, it makes mm. sense now. You find yourself as a designer and then it's it's working. You can then pay tribute to someone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And just to like, to keep on with the designers, there's two more designers that I really, really love and really, really like just have so much in awe of and that's Hedy Slaman. Like Hedy Slaman was the oh my god. Shaquille knows what I was gonna say. <laughs> Hedy Slaman was the creative director of Yves Saint Laurent for I don't know how many years, but in that time when I was really getting into high fashion brands and Hedy Slaman made this boot with Yves Saint Laurent for men that was just so like it was it was basically a high heel for men but it was just so amazing that he did that because it was just a game changer you know what i mean and i remember going into the saint laurent store in soho and i was with shaquille and our friend nicole shout out to you nicole um <laughs> and we were there and i tried on that boot and i'm already so fucking tall so i tried on that boot and i was like seven feet tall and shaquille was like shaquille was like damn to tell you're tall as fuck but it was just like such a game changer and of course he's going to be the creative director for celine so i'm so excited to see what he does with them but another designer launching is like their menswear. launching their menswear 
Oh my god. Celine Kardashian. I'm gonna go. Bro- I'm actually gonna go broke for you guys. <laughs> um, but another designer that I really love. Um, and who has took one like very historic brand and took it to another level was Tom Ford. When Tom Ford had his run at Gucci in the early 2000s, that was just... It, it, it really took the, the brand out of the trenches. And, of course, you can see what Gucci is doing now. Tom Ford is not no longer with them. But, you know, he really took them to a, another place. And him having his own brand. And I feel like Tom Ford is very much a brand that's very exclusive. He doesn't show every season. You know, he's very, very particular with who he lends close to as far as celebrities. And I, I, very, I respect that about him. Because he's not going with the trend. And he's not going with who's hot. And, you know, who he should give close to like a lot of other designers do. He's He's doing what feels right to him because he knows he knows his worth mm-hmm. he knows his worth and he knows the the brand that he makes and the quality that he makes and he's only only going to give it to people who deserve that and that's something that i respect about him because he can do so much more and be so much more flexible with who he lends close to or what he does with his designs but he's like no i'm tom ford i'm gonna do what i want to do yeah. you know what i mean and that's just something. Tom Ford and Henny Slaman, I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> what are some trends that you don't like? You know, I'm really skeptical about saying this because I'm I'm literally I'm liable to wear anything any day. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, like you just never know with me. Like I could literally wear anything. But one thing I feel like I've consistently damn, I don't want to be this guy. I feel like we're on um fashion police <laughs> i <laughs> i cannot let the camouflage pants go let let the camouflage t- are you wearing ca- oh, no, no. Um, <laughs> let the camel pants go guys like and everyone wears it the same way it's just like nothing like i just need something new like let it go cargo pants cool the camel cargos let them go the orange ones the baby blues you know the greens you know let them go i i'm not i'm i'm really i just can't get with it also strangely enough and the, i don't know if this else gonna hit me but sherpa i'm not in sherpa is a, a really on trend right now i cannot do with the sherpa like the tan sherpas i have a sherpa jack i have a sherpa um shearling coat that's yeah. that's like blue like electric blue almost yeah. i'm really into it and certain shirts I could do it, but the trend in itself, I'm just not into. You know, the tan was just remind me of asbestos. It reminds me of asbestos, like it's unfinished, the inside of a pillow, something. You know, like, and not even to be ripping this trend because we like Sherpa is very much in, and I, I, I might love it on other people, but I just. For me, the Sherpas just have to go. If I think of anything else, I'll come back. But I'll yeah, let no, Denzel go. Yeah, I'll let Denzel go. For me, I actually love camo. I, I never wear camo. I honestly never wear camo. But I like the camo. Yeah, I, like I, I like the camo thing. Your case for camo. I, I love like I love like. Especially like the Kim Kardashian camo, the Yeezy, like you know, a good camo pant with heels. Like I feel like that's 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 such a good look to me. Something for me that I can't stand, and I mean it never really goes on anymore. But I I, I absolutely hated sneaker wedges. Like if you were a girl and you had sneaker wedges, I was like. Are you serious? Oh, I don't care if it's Giuseppe Zanotti. I don't care. I don't care who's a designer. Sneaker wedges, it has to go. Another thing I can't stand <laughs> is when you wear like a smart blazer or a smart like suit jacket yeah. and you wear jeans and dress shoes. Like you know that look, like yeah. you know, it's it's very like older man yeah, look, like but with a V-neck. Yeah, it's, it's just like nice. no, don't do it. You're contradicting <laughs> yourself. You're confused. Yeah. Oh my god. And another thing I cannot stand. 
Um, you know, I really don't like the Gucci shoes with the socks. Like, if you're wearing Gucci mules with socks, like, some people it looks good on. I'm not gonna lie, I did it one night, but the socks are mesh. But if you're wearing just, like, plain old socks with Gucci mules, like, I just feel like, sis, like, if it's, if, if, if it's cold outside, put on a different shoe. Like, <laughs> we understand you got Gucci, that's cool, that's fine, that's beautiful, but put that on in the spring, put it on in the summer, like, I literally saw that today. don't do yeah, it, like, so today. many people do it, like, so many people do it. Ankles in the wind. Ankles in the wind, you're cold, you're cold, you're cold, you're cold. You're cold. Pneumonia. It's flu season. You're cold. <laughs> cold outside. Hot in here. Cold outside. Hot in here. No. And he thought he was slit. Oh my god. I hope. I hope you don't listen to this. But you thought you were low with the black trousers, oh, with shit. the black socks, oh, so that it goes into one with the the fur Gucci slot. My guy. My guy. My guy. You're do, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Just let it. Just keep it in your closet. I understand that you caught into the trend a little late. You had to save your your money. You know you. Know. Like, you had to pay your rent right, first. Your priorities right, were right. together, but you got them out of season. Just save them. Right. Just oh. save them for. Okay, one more one more trend that I'm tired of. Okay, the Balenciaga <laughs> sneaker shoe. There's so many brands Wait, coming the out. One? The sock one. Yeah, okay. to, the sneaker, the sock, tomato, tomato. There's so many brands. I just saw Giuseppe Zanotti did one. Um, Givenchy is doing one. Sis. We get it. We get it. We get it. You want to be comfortable. It's like Adidas. Like yeah. we you, we understand, but like, damn. Yeah, I actually, I'm not even mad at that trend. I actually uh, uh, Reebok gifted Reebok gifted me their version. Shout out to Reebok. Um, I was gonna use them as my house shoes. You know, run to the bodega shoe. Like nobody can see this because it doesn't say Balenciaga right, on the side. Right, right, right. But um, they're comfortable. They're really comfortable, and I feel like they're trying to. You know how the um. The female trend with the, the sock boot heel pointed toe is like a thing. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they try to bring it up for God, and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. But no. with all of these, like, this is something that I want to make a big point because even with Taj asking us this question and like all of the trends that we, you know, we don't like, if you are confident in something that you're wearing, if you're wearing your Gucci mules with your black socks, if you're wearing your, wearing your Balenciaga Reebok shoe, snock shoe, whatever you're doing, if you're wearing your jeans with your Balenciaga, Laser, do you you know what I mean like own it be confident in it and just be like you know what this is my style and this is what I like our personal preferences is it doesn't mean anything to anybody that's just our personal preferences and I feel like a lot of times people are so influenced by people which is which it's a good thing but also could be a bad thing but you also have to you know be confident in yourself and be like you know if this is what I want to wear this is what I want to wear you know because I might wake up tomorrow and be like oh let me wear my Gucci mules with black socks and I just contradicted myself the night before but you know what this is how I'm feeling today so if that's what you're comfortable in you know don't let anyone else's opinion determine what you wear and what you don't wear and how you express yourself because everyone has the right to express themselves but at the end of the day that's just how we feel <laughs> Honestly, and and like I said at the beginning, I'm I'm liable to wear anything any day. Like Denzel would, t- and I hate when Denzel says this, but Denzel's super. like, you can literally wear anything. You can literally wear anything. And I hate to hear that, but honestly, like I would, whatever I feel like wearing, I'm gonna wear. Like yeah. at the end of the day, and half the time, if somebody hates it, right. the more you hate it, the more I love it. Yeah, like that's like just how my mind works. Individual. You know, it's definitely how you wear it if you own it, and and Denzel said, you know. 
there's like influences everywhere. Every return, someone's like an influencer or whatever. And I always tell myself, you know, remain inspired but never influenced by the people and things around me. And with trends, you can be on trend, you can follow trends, but it's like what you do with it. It's your spin on the trend. Like I'm wearing an oversized button up right now, but this it's literally two shirts and I don't even know what the hell I'm wearing at this point. <laughs> and I'm wearing berets, but I wear like a military hat. I'm, I don't wear it the right way, but people still ask me, do a video on how you wear berets. Like, you know, it's it's not the trend that you follow, it's like how you do it, how you wear it, how you own it, your confidence with it. And that's that's always, that's all, with anything you do, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Every time, like we always talk with Taj, um, but like, you know, it's, it's just such a good thing to like have an outlet to like really speak our opinion and speak it freely. And just for Taj to give us that outlet is just very, very inspiring and very, very, you know, you know satisfying to have someone who believes in us and we believe in him in such the same right because you know it's just like we said this in the last episode but it's very important to uplift each other and you know partner with people and collaborate with people especially people that you believe in and especially people that you think you know think so highly of and for Taj you know bring us back on it's something that we believe in and I always feel like if you are going to collaborate with people if you are are going to partner with people it has to be organic it has to be genuine and you have to have good chemistry with each other because if we interact with each other and it's just like kind of awkward and it's just like oh let's just you know let's just do this and you know you go about your business it's just not going to come off the way it should come off but with us we're so comfortable here with you and just comfortable talking and having this conversation even if there wasn't a mic around even if there wasn't a podcast even if there wasn't a blog and that's very important i just want to thank you and uh, like really show appreciation to you because there's a lot of people who look up to us there's a lot of people who follow us but there's not a lot of people who really give us the opportunity to speak and say our opinion and give our you know our mindset on certain issues and fashion or whatever it may be and you give that to us so that's something that we have to be incredibly grateful for because it's one thing to post a picture on instagram but it's another thing to articulate how you feel and you're giving us that opportunity you know so shout out to you shout out to ty shout out to open canvas at the end of the day (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure big 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 thanks um we're very proud of you um, good luck on this trip that you're about to go on. Yeah. You know, um, your consistency is amazing. Shout out to everyone that's been on Open Canvas, anyone yeah. that's been supporting us, supporting Taj, and honestly, yeah. insane, like a- almost fifty. And it's so crazy. Um, there's like days where I might feel like down or like a little indifferent about like the industry that we're in and the stuff that we're doing and i would listen to the podcast that we did yeah. all 40 50 minutes yeah. of whatever however long yeah. it was yeah. i would literally sit down and listen to just to listen to what my mindset was when during that time and how much it's changed or the similarities the differences you know and how much i've grown and just inspiring myself and it's so crazy that you're giving you're literally making this what's what i'm looking for you're immortalizing us like this is now like immortalized in the internet in the universe like this moment right now and and it's so important to have this documented like whether we're a week from now five years from now ten years from now if we never see each other again god forbid like Mm -hmm. we're gonna have this moment Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna forever remember this moment you know we're forever gonna have this 
and you know god bless you for some supporting your fellow black people it's black history month yeah. you're in all black you know um yeah it's so 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 important and we gonna have you up on the commendable yeah, like we, yeah. we gotta have you it's long yeah, overdue yeah. honestly like yeah, yeah. we're gonna have you up on there check us out www.thecommendable.com <laughs> slash blog <laughs> you know taj alexander Really, 2018, 2018, like and forever, like forever. You, know, you know, this is definitely you know our time. It's mm-hmm. our time right now. You know, no question. So, once again, this has been the Open Canvas with my brothers here. This is Denzel, Denzel B. Follow me on Instagram at t h e Denzel, like Denzel Washington. B as in boy. Um, the Commendable, and it was great being here again. And this is Shaquille Adams at Prince Lifted. Wait, before we out, before we out, I actually had a couple people DM me and said that they listened to our last podcast and they were like, they were so inspired and it really made them feel good about, you know, things that they were trying to venture in. And that's just something that I also want to bring out before we go. It's just like, you know, it it really, really makes me feel so like for people to, to come to me or come to Shaquille or just come to us together and just be like you know you guys are doing a great thing you're inspiring us you're being so motivating that really makes me feel so good because like for me to think that this crazy ass person and all the words that go through my mind and every all the thoughts that go through my mind like for me to think that people are inspired by what I say and what I do and what we do together as a brand that just really makes me feel so good so never ever feel afraid to DM me or DM Shaquille or approach us in person because there's so many people who see us and they're just like oh we don't know anything but it's like no we're very humble people like we are very humble people and we love to talk to people who want to interact with us so please don't be afraid to do so and if you do feel like we impact you in any kind of way um, just make sure you DM us or you contact us or you hit us up because we're regular degla schmegla people <laughs> just like everyone else you know we just dress nice but yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's been the open canvas and we're out to find out more about the open canvas hit up our website theopencanvas.com also stay tuned to our Instagram at the open canvas and for any questions or inquiries hit up my email Taj, T-A-J, dot opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.